Good morning. It is Friday, March 11th, and my tongue is not working this morning. This is the second time I started over. Um, the first time I called it the devotional bowl. Um, but here is the devotion, New Morning Mercy. Of course you haven't been fulfilled in this world. It's a sign that you have been designed for a world to come. It is an item on each of our theological outlines. But we don't actually live as though we believe it. We all say that we believe that this is not all there is. We say we really do believe that there is life after this one ends. Our formal theology contains the fact of a new heaven and a new earth to come. But we tend to live with the anxiety and drivenness that come when we believe that all we have is in this moment. Here's the real life street level issue. If we don't keep the eyes of our heart focused on the paradise that is to come, you will try to turn this poor, fallen world into the paradise it will never be. In the heart of every living person is the longing for paradise. The cry of a toddler has just fallen down and is a cry for paradise. The sorry, the tears of the school-aged child who has been rejected on the playground are tears of one reaching out for paradise. The pain of aloneness that a person without friends or family feels is the pain of one longing for paradise. The hurt the couple feels as their marriage dissolves is the hurt of those crying out for paradise. The sadness that the old man feels as his body weakens is the sadness of one who longs for paradise. We all have this longing, even when we are not aware of it because it was placed there by our creator. He has placed eternity in each one of our hearts. Ecclesiastes 3.11 Our cries are more more than cries of pain. They are also cries of longing for more and better than we will ever experience in this fallen world. (laughs) When you forget this, you work very hard to try to turn this moment into the paradise it will never be. Your marriage will never be a paradise. Your job will not be the paradise you long for. Your friendship will not be the paradise your heart craves. The world around you will not function like paradise. Your children will not deliver paradise to you. Even your church will not live up to the standard of paradise. If you're God's child, paradise has been guaranteed for you. But it will not be right here, right now. All the things that disappoint you now were to remind you that this is not all there is and and to cause you to long for the paradise that is to come. The dreams that die remind you that this is not paradise. The flowers that wilt remind you that this is not paradise. The sin that captivates you should remind you that this is not paradise. The diseases that infect you are to remind you that this is not paradise. Live in hope because paradise is surely coming. And stop asking this fallen world to be the paradise it will never be. That was good. Second Corinthians 4. Therefore, since we have the ministry as we have received mercy, we do not get up, we do not give up. Instead, we have renounced shameful secret things, not walking in deceit or distorting God's message, but in God's sight, we commend ourselves to every person's conscience by an open display of the truth. But if in fact our gospel is veiled, it is veiled for those who are perishing. Regarding them, the God of his age has blinded the minds of the unbelievers, so they cannot see the light of the gospel. For the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. For we are not proclaiming ourselves, but Jesus Christ as Lord, and ourselves as your slaves because of Jesus. For God, who said, light shall shine out of darkness, he has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of God's glory in the face of Jesus Christ. Now we have this treasure in clay jars, so that this extraordinary power may be from God and not from us. 
We are pressured in every way, but not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. We are persecuted, but not abandoned. We are struck down, but not destroyed. We always carry the death of Jesus in our body, so the life of Jesus may also be revealed in our body. For we who live are always given over to death because of Jesus, so that Jesus' life may also be revealed in our mortal flesh. So death works in us, but life in you. And since we have the same spirit of faith in accordance with that, what is written, I believed, therefore I spoke. We also believe and therefore speak, knowing that the one who raised the Lord Jesus will raise us also with Jesus and present us with you. For all this is because of you, so that grace extended through more and more people may cause thanksgiving to overflow to God's glory. Therefore, we do not give up. Even though our outer person is being destroyed, our inner person is being renewed day by day. For this momentary light affliction is producing for us an absolutely incomparable eternal weight of glory. So we do not focus on what is seen, but on what is unseen. For what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Wow. Second Corinthians 4 is just packed with truth and goodness and encouragement and commands and challenge. And uh, I want to live like that um, and believe like that and uh, therefore speak like that. Um, light shall come out of the darkness, crushed but not perplexed, persecuted, not abandoned, struck down but not destroyed. Eden is fallen. This is not paradise. Um, but we have a paradise coming. Lord, we thank you for that. We thank you for your, your promises. Help us keep our eyes fixed on what is eternal and not temporary. Lord, that you continue to renew the inner man in us, Lord. Jesus, I love you, and I thank you for this new day. In your name I pray. Amen.